Lane Kiffin addresses the Brian Harson job situation. What kind of, actually, in this week's press conference edition, extra edition of the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. Stick around. You are Locked On Ole Miss, your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to this extra press conference edition of the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. Lane Kiffin kind of flew solo today. It's a bye week, by the way. What's going on? In his press conference, he addressed everything from the Brian Harson job situation, mainly from the families and affecting lots of people angle, to Zach Evans and his workload moving forward, to Quinshawn Judkins, to Texas A&M faking injuries, to Jimbo Fisher's mindset, all of this came out during this bi-week edition of the press conference. You know, without further ado, we're just probably going to get into it. But before we do, I do want to let you know about this. BetOnline is your number one source for betting football and the start of basketball season. Find out all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf, maybe even some MLS action. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online. It is where the game starts. All right, without further ado, let's get into it. This is Lane Kiffin addressing the media in his press conference today. See you tomorrow. All right, so, um, you know, really excited that we got a road win and a hard place to play and uh, really good timing for a bye. Sometimes they come at bad time timing um, when you don't necessarily need them as much, but uh, we're playing with a lot of injured players that this will be very significant and hopefully will help if we can get them back, help us all over, but uh, especially defensively. So I thought that, um, you know, like I tell the players, you want things to go perfect, but when they don't, other good things happen. Like I told them right after the game, you know, I wish we would have closed it out on offense twice when we had the ball, um, you know, and made some first downs and ran the clock out, but we didn't. and. Um, you know, it put our defense in a situation there to have to win the game for us, which they did. So that was great to see. And a very significant special teams play and a 60-yard punt that was able to milk some time off, too, that they didn't field. So <clears throat> very pleased. We've got a lot of work to do, a lot of improvement to do. But, you know, to be 8-1 and one at the bye, um, you know, with – you would have said at the beginning of the year with so many brand new players and the quarterback question and obviously you'd love to be 9-0 but um, you know we lost a lot of people from last year and there are a lot of questions coming in here with all the portal guys and how would they fit and all that so um, again we got a lot of work to do to improve but record wise that's that's pretty good considering those things well <clears throat> any open date you still wanted to get some work done um, maybe new schemes or things, but especially players that haven't played as much. Um, it's so late in the season, so, you know, there's more about 
getting guys healthy. There's more people that you got to do that work. It's earlier in the year. You don't as much. And so um, there'll be a lot of players very, you know, not in practice and in training room and trying to get back because um, and kind of like our common theme, unfortunately, every year, we're not rotating a lot on offense, especially in the skill or line, but especially skill, which um, you know, has resulted in some huge play counts, whatever, 82 or something from Ingo, I think, the other, uh, the other day. So there's a lot of guys that need to get their bodies back. Yeah, I think whatever, 10 and 2 regular, so 18 and 3 in regular season games over two years, that they've been at a lot of them, they've seen them on TV. You know, that's a lot of wins and success, and that it usually winning impacts recruiting, at least it used to a lot. Um, so I think that we've had very good reception from guys um, you know, that are interested in coming into a program that, you know, is winning and having a lot of fun doing that. Um, and hopefully they overlook some other things. Uh, I mean, that was unusual. You know, I've, I've coached for a few years and, you know, always shake hands with the head coach before the game, like I was taught. But I stood out there for a while and, you know, he never came over. So I don't really know what the issue is. Um, the media guys were there um, doing the game, so they said, you know, don't feel bad. You know, he blew them off, you know, like the day before or something like that for their meeting. So uh, it is what it is. Um, so can't control other people. Yeah, we were in meetings, so I actually didn't know that. So, um, you know, that's never, you know, when you've, when you've been through something like that, you know, you obviously have empathy for people and, um, it is what it is a profession. I'm not complaining because fresh gets paid a lot of money and it's part of it. But, you know, when everybody roots for everybody to get fired and know oh, it's so great and everything, you know, it's not that person. It's a ton of people besides his family and, you know, a lot, especially because the staffs have increased now where kids are uprooted from schools and all those things. So I understand why fans root for it. I get it all. But, um, there's a very personal side to it of a lot of a lot of adults, kids that um, when something like that happens are going to be affected. Uh, no. Um, so when you when you play well and you win games and you know statistics are really well in an area like running, you know those are going to happen. But Q, um, you know, like I said, that was pretty cool on his 19th birthday. You know, to have 30 four carries, you know, which our staff was all complaining about all the injuries, you know, by by them, but you know, they had they had nine defensive injuries that stopped the clock that they stayed down for a very long time, as we all saw. You know, it's not like they like jumped right up. So um, obviously that's usually frustrating for us as a tempo, especially when eight of the nine return number of them the next play after sitting out of play. So um, I said, hey, guys, let's look at the positive, you know, what they did and let Q rest, you know. So every time they had those injury timeouts, Q got to rest and was able to carry the ball 34 times. So, <clears throat> you know, I know it got some play about, you know, messing around with their DB and stuff. But, <clears throat> you know, that's the game's uh, emotional. I was having fun with them. Uh, because he was another one of the amazing stories where he'd been out the play before and, you know, 
play was over and all of a sudden looks at the sidelines and he went down and then he's back the next play. So I'd been joking with him for a little bit there. But <clears throat> I'd, I have fun with that. You know, those kids like him, you know, have alpha personalities, five star and, um, you know, uh, we communicated after and laughed about it. So, yeah, I think this week off would be huge for Zach. Um, I think a lot of that was adrenaline-based, where he was able to do that and didn't have a knee brace on, and then he felt it, and then came out, put a knee brace back on, and you know, obviously he had the one run where he would have always scored on that, you know, where he fell down. Um, so you can tell he's not fully healthy, but he he pushed through and you know made some big plays, and I think that sideline run, running the guy over, um, which we just showed to the team, you know, was a lot for our sideline on a road game and. And also, you know, as we've mentioned with him before, there were some early in the year that weren't like that. And then, you know, that Vanderbilt, he seemed to change. You know, we'll start as soon as we leave here. Um, you know, we just met with the players, let them go. So we'll start on that ourselves um, with Alabama and uh, work on it all week. I never do with the team, um, never have. Uh, recruits, you deal with that all the time. I would guess any time that you've probably taken jobs, you know, and haven't been at one place forever, I bet every coach gets that. So um, I, I get that all the time from, from recruits. That's just part of it. And recruiting is competitive, and you know that gets used against us. And so we've been dealing with that for a long time. So it would be nothing new.